Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Naftali Greenberg. Mesecha Susaita has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noyach Stengel Le'iloi Nishmas, Ephraim El Yehu Ben Yosef, and Chana Bas Shmuel Halevi. Soita Daf Memvav. The Mishnah at the bottom of Daf Memhamud Beis begins with a halacha of Mayridin Oisol Nachal Eisam. The halacha is that the Ziknei Ha'ir, which is closest to the mace, brings down the Egla to a place called Nachal Eisan. The Mishnah explains, Eisan is Kemashmoi Kasha, that it means hard. Eisan means that the place that they bring it down to is a hard place. The Toysus Yontav brings the Machleikas here between Rashi and the Rambam as to what is the definition of Nachal Eisan. The Rambam here in Perish of Mishnahis explains that Nachal Eisan means a body of water which flows hard. The Rambam learns that Nachal is from the Lashon Nachalei Mayim, a type of river that flows, and Eisan means that it flows hard, it moves rapidly. Also the Rambam in Yad, in Perak Tess and Hilchus Reitzeach, Allah Habez, the Rambam says, means that it's flowing very hard, that's a shita of the Rambam. Rashi, on the other hand, in this parish on Chumash, explains that Nachal Eisan refers to a place which is very hard and cannot be planted there. You can't, you can't plant anything, you can't work the land. The Lashon of Rashi is, Nachal Eisan Kasha Shalei Ne'evad. The Taisis Yantav explains that according to Rashi, Nachal is not Miloshin Nachal Eimayim, but rather Nachal here is a Lashon of an Amek, a type of land, a type of land which you plant on, but the land is Kasha, it's too difficult to work it, and therefore according to Rashi, the definition of Nachal Eisan is referring to a piece of hard land that cannot be planted on. That's the machlekes between Rashi and the Rambam. Rebekiv Eger in Mishnayis there, Ois Beis, brings that the Rashbam in Baba Basra Daf Nun Hei, Dibu Hamaschal Nachal, is mashbuk like Rashi. The Gemara over there is discussing a Mishnah in Peya. The Mishnah there says, Elu Mafsik in Lepeya. If you have two fields that are right next to each other, and there's something in between the two fields dividing them, so what constitutes a good division, which, is, which would be Mechaev, the Baal Hasadeh, to bring Peah on each of the two sides? If the division is not considered a division, so then he only has to bring Peah on one side of the field, and that potters both of them because it's considered to be one field. So the Mishnah says, Hanachal. Hanachal is one of the examples of the Mishnah, one of the examples the Mishnah gives of something which is Mafsik between the two fields. The Rashbam explains, Dibra Maskal Nachal, Kinachal Eisan. What is a Nachal? A Nachal is like a Nachal Eisan that we find in the parsha of Egla Rufa. The Rashbam explains what is Nachal Eisan in the parsha of Egla Rufa. Karka Kashe Malet Sreirois Ve'Avanim She'ein Royal Israel. Hard land which is filled with rocks which is not suitable to be planted. It's not able to be, you cannot plant there. So we see the Rashbam learns Mamish like Rashi, his Rebbe, the Taich of Nachal Eisan in the parsha of Egla Rufa is referring to hard, unplantable land. Kiv Eger brings also the Rash and the Rosh in the Mishnah there, in Peah, who both learn Nachal Eisan al Derech Rashi. 
the Maisha, the Choylik on the Rashbam, the Gabi Pshat in that Mishnah in Peah, they explain that Nachal in that Mishnah, which serves to, as a hefzik in between the two fields, Alderach the Rambam's Taich of Nachal in the Parsha of Egla Rufa. It refers to a flowing body of water which is separating the two sides. They both speak out, however, Deloikid Nachal Eisan, the Parsha of Egla Rufa, which is not referring to water, but rather it's referring to Karka, which is not able to be planted. That's the Taich of Karka, Kosher, Nachal Eisan, according to these Rishonim. Rashi and Chumash brings another smach to his pshat from the Gemara later on on our Amr and Mem Vav The Gemara says, "Amr Rabbi Yechon Ben Shol, Mipnei Ma Amr Torah Heviu Egla Benachal." Why did the Torah say to bring an Egla in the Nachal when we find somebody who's mace there? Amr Kodesh Baruch Hu, because it's as if a Kodesh Baruch Hu is saying, "Yovoi Dover Sheloi Also Peiris." Bring something which did not make Paris. Rashi explains it's talking about an Egla which is only one year old, which was not able to give birth yet. And do the Arifa in a place which does not produce Paris. So again, we see it's another smach, another riot to Rashi that is referring to an unplantable piece of land. That's why it says that it can't make their Paris. Lamaisa the Kiv Eger brings a Gemara which seems to be mashm like the sheet of the Rambam as the definition of Nachal Eistan in the Parsha of Egla Rufa. The Gemara is in Psachim Dafnun Gimel. The Gemara there says, Simin l'nachalim kanim. If you want to know if something is a proper Nachal, the Simin is if you find in it Kanim. The Gemara there says, what's the Nafkamina? What do I care if something is called a Nachal or it's not called a Nachal? If you want to know if something is called a nachal, in order to be makayim, the din of egla rufa there, so it has to have kanim, reeds. So the Meiri there speaks out of the Gemara that this is a riot to the sheet of the Rambam, because kanim is only found in water. And therefore we see from this Gemara that nachal eisan, the parsha of egla rufa, is referring to a body of water and not a piece of unplantable land. We'll continue now in the Mishnah Vaiter. The Mishnah brings at the top. The Mishnah is referring to the Loshan of the Pasuk, which says that the dam will be mechaper for them. The Mishnah is telling us that we should not confuse this line of the Pasuk and think that it's referring to the maimer of the Kohanim. That which the Kohanim say in the Pasuk is only kaper la'amcha Yisrael ashapatiza Hashem fa'altitein damnaki b'kerev amcha Yisrael. Then when the Pasuk continues and says hadam, that's no longer the Kohanim speaking but rather, that's the Torah telling us, the Ruch HaKodesh Mivas Rosan is telling us that if we do this Avoidah properly, Al Pi Halacha, so it's going to serve as a Kapara to Klal Yisrael for the Reitzeach. Rashi's mashma over here, in Dibar Maskev, that the Etzem Asiyas Egla Arufa, that itself is what serves as the Kapara for Klal Yisrael. The Marsha speaks out a different shot over here, Al Pi the Rambam that we mentioned before, in a different shir. The Rambam holds the Ramban in the Parsha of Egla Rufa brings this Rambam. It's found in Moen Vuchim. The Rambam learns that the reason for Egla Rufa 
is that when we bring the Egla Rufa from the closest town to the Reitzeach, since Mistoma, the Reitzeach came from the closest town to the Nietzach, by bringing an Egla Rufa, Dafka from that town, with all the Zikne Bezdin, that causes a very big tumult in that town, and people start talking about this Misa which happened, and I'll, I'll date people talking about it, so it's very probable that the real Reitzech is going to be Nisgala, and we're going to be able to find him and punish him Kiroi. Therefore, the Marsha says, that's the Pshat in the Mishnah. That if we do the Egla Rufa, and Ayyadeh doing the Maisa Egla Rufa, we're going to find the Reitzeach, and then we're going to punish the Reitzeach, that that we punish the Reitzeach, that's going to be what serves as the Kapara for Klal Yisrael. So we have here Machlekes, Rashi, and the Marsha, two different Mahalchim. Where does the Kapara of Egla Rufa come from? Rashi learns that the Etzah Masiyas HaAvoida, Alpi Torah, that's going to serve as the Kapara for Klal Yisrael. And the Marsha learns that more practically speaking, we're going to find the Ritzach and we're going to punish him. And by punishing him, that's going to serve as the Kapara for Klal Yisrael. We're going now, Be'ezus Hashem, to jump down to four lines from the bottom of the Amr. The Gemara there says, Amr Rabbi Yochanan ben Shol, b'pnei ma'am na Torah, hevi egla ben nachal. Why did the Torah say to bring the egla dafka in the nachal? Amr Rabbi Baruch Hu, yavai davar shaloi asa peiris, v'yaarif ben makoim she'ein asa peiris, v'yachapir ha'mi shaloi hi nichu la'asais peiris. It'll be a kapara for the person, that they did not allow him to make peiris. So what does it mean that they did not allow the nirtzach to make peiris? Which peiris over here are we referring to? The Gemara says, "My peris, which means that he did not allow him to have more children. He could have had more children, and they killed him before he had a chance to have more children. So, Mela, they need a kapara. El meato azakin ve'asaris hachanami deloy arfinan. Fakti Gemara. So, if somebody was a zakin or a saris, two types of people which can no longer have children." So, so there shouldn't be any Maisa Arifa because the whole Arifa is to be Machaper for killing somebody who they did not allow him to make his Paris. And these two people anyways were not going to produce any more Paris of Pirivirivia. El the Gemara says it can't be that it's talking about Pirivirivia because it's partial that we do do the Egla Ruha for the Zakin and the Saris. El Mitzvah referring to Paris of Mitzvahs says they did not allow the Nirzach to finish doing all the Mitzvahs that he could have done. So for that we need a Kapara and that's why even the Zakir and the Saris is included. Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky in the Sefer Nachal Eisan clears a very interesting Shaila. He clears what's the halacha if the Nirzach was a Cheresh or a Shaita, somebody who was potter for mitzvahs. Do we say that since the Maskonas HaGemara is that the Paris which the Nirzach was not able to be Mekayim is Paris of mitzvahs, so just like the Gemara thought in the Havamina that if the Paris was Paris of Perivirivya, so, Memela, if the Nirzach was not Shaykh Perivirivia, because he was a Saris or a Zaken, so there would be no Chiv of, of Egla Rufa. So, to the Maskana that the Paris is referring to Paris of Mitzvahs, so too, if the Nirzach was not Shaykh in Mitzvahs, because he was a Cheresh or a Shaita, so who had been there, there's not going to be a Chiv of Egla Rufa. This is the question of Rabchaim Khanievsky. The Maskana, he brings a Raya from the Sugi that there is a Chiv of Egla Rufa. Because in the Havamina of the Gemara, when the Gemara thought we were talking about Paris of Perivirivia, 
The Gemara asks a tame akasha. Im kain it comes out lefizeh that a zaken and a sores. If the nirtzach is a zaken or a sores, there should be no chiv eglarufa, and that's not shaykh. Why was it so partial to the Gemara? Maybe ein achenami. If the nirtzach was a zaken or a sores, ein achenami. There's no chiv eglarufa. Elamai zotum chaim. It's partial. It was partial to the Gemara that loy shamanu any type of nirtzach was a Yisrael where there's no chiyuv eglarufa. That was loyala al das of the Gemara that there should be any sug yid from Klal Yisrael where there's no chiyuv of eglarufa on him. So elamai the Gemara because of that kasha changed the pshat, changed the pshat, changed the taich of Paris. So who was the maskana that we say that Paris means Paris of mitzvahs? It's not shaykh to say that if a cherish or a shaita who's not shown potter from mitzvahs is going to be potter from the din of Eglarufa, but even if the nirtzach is not shaykh in mitzvahs because the cherish shaita still is going to be a chiv Eglarufa. That's the maskan of Abchaim. The shail is why. Why is it that we say that there's a chiv Eglarufa? Why is that different than a zakin and a saris? Gafi the gemar's me, like we asked earlier. So Abchaim presents two different mahalach. In one mahalach he says, is that Avada Akshkersh and Shoyta is Shaykh and Mitzvahs? Baharaya. They get Schar. The Gemara says they have a din of an Eina Mitzvah. Eina Mitzvah Oisa. Since they have a din of an Eina Mitzvah Oisa, that's enough to consider them to be Shaykh and Mitzvahs that we also need a Kapara for, the, for him being killed that they couldn't finish their Mitzvahs, finish their Paris. He brings a very Gishmaka Raya to this, Yisoyed, from a Mishnah Brura, a Psak of the Mishnah Brura, and Simon Reish Samech Vav, Sifkatan Yudalin. There the Mishnah Brura says that there's an Isr of Loisa Achilum. If somebody is walking on the street on Shabbos, and he finds himself, as Shabbos starts, holding a Masa, so there's certain halachas of who he should give the Masa to. He could give it to a Goy, he could give it to, he could put it on his donkey. So the halacha is that first you try to find a goy. If you can't find a goy, you put it on an animal. If you can't find it, if there's no animal there, so the next best thing to do is to give it to a cotton or a chersh or a shaita. There the Mishnah Brewer says the best, but if you give it to these people, make sure that when you give it to them, they're walking so they shouldn't have to do an akira with the masa. They shouldn't have to uproot the masa and then walk down amas. It would be a more chomer iser for the child. The Mishnah Brewer there says even if it's a chersh and shaita who's part of from mitzvahs, there's still an iser to give the masa to the chersh and shoite if he didn't walk, if he stopped walking, because of the iser of loisa achilum, the iser of loisa achilum is a love the rice in the Torah of giving a child, of giving a child something which when he gets older is going to be a love the rice for him to eat, like feeding a child nevela. So from the fact that the Mishnah Brewer says there's an iser of loisa achilum also on a chersh and shoite by giving him iser. By putting Isser onto a Chersh and Shoyte, that's a raya that a Chersh and Shoyte are also called Bar Hachi for Mitzvahs. They're also Shaykh to Mitzvahs. Since we find that they're Shaykh to Mitzvahs, that's enough of a smach to call them also that they lost out on their Paris. Therefore, there is a Chiv Egla Rufa. Another smach he brings, another raya he brings, a Gavaldika idea, from Simon Shinchov Tess. Over there, there's a Bir Halacha, Dibur Maschel Ella, and Sif Dalar in the Shulchan Aruch. Over there, the Bir Halacha is discussing a Halacha of being Mechalal Shabbos in order to save somebody where there's only an issue of Chayesha, which means he's only going to live for a small amount of time. 
The reason why this is a shayla is because the Gemara brings down a drasha that the reason why you're allowed to be mechalal Shabbos to save somebody's life is because it's kedai to be mechalal one Shabbos in order that he can be mechayim many Shabbosos. Fact the Bura. So then, if somebody only has Chaye Shah, and he's only going to live for another 10 minutes, so then he shouldn't be allowed to be Mechal Shabbos to save him. So the Mishabura explains that the real Heter, or Chiyuv, the Mechal Shabbos to save life, is because of the Pasuk of Echaibahem, which refers to any Yisrael who Shaykh the Mitzvahs. It was a mitzvah to save his life. His life is Kedai to save his life. It's Kedai to be Mechal Shabbos in order to save his life, even for Chaye Shah. There, the Biralacha says, he throws in a line there. He says, even Acherish and Shaita, who are potter from mitzvahs, he, call, he says, but they're oinsen. He writes that they're oinus. Therefore, Abchaim says, Abchaim says that since the Biralacha refers to them as an oinus, the oinus is mashma, that they're chayiv, just they have a tour oinus. Therefore, Vadlafizeh, they have a din of Shaykh the mitzvahs that they were going to say that there needs a kapara for their loss of Paris. It's very interesting to point out that's Masha from this Rabbi Chaim that if somebody, if somebody cannot perform a mitzvah because he is an oines, so it's still considered that he gets payers of the mitzvah. It's as if he was actually go ahead and mekayim the mitzvah b'poyel. Because if we would say that somebody who doesn't do a mitzvah because of an oines, he doesn't get a punishment, but a vada, he's not also not going to get payers, not going to get schar, as if he was mekayim the mitzvah, so then still, it doesn't stim in the Gemara that to say that it, because we did not allow the Cherish and Shoita to get his Paris of mitzvahs, so that's why we need a Kapara. Somebody who's an Oynes, Lafizeh, doesn't have any Paris of mitzvahs. He just doesn't get a punishment. It's from Bukhaim, it's Mashma, that the, the one who's Potter, we didn't Oynes, not only does he not get a punishment, but there's also Paris from the mitzvah that he could not do, Machmas his Oynes. We're continuing now on Daf Mem Vav Beis after the third two dots. The Gemara says, "Tanu Rabbanon Asher Lo Yabed Boy Velo Yizra Lishaovar Divir Rabbeishia." Rabbeishia says, "The Torah is telling me that the Mokum of Nachal Eisan has to be a place which was in the past never worked. The field was never worked at all." Rabbi Yonasan Amar Lahabo. Rabbi Yonasan says. That the Pazuk means to tell me that the, that the land cannot be worked. It's a love. It's a love for the future. Rabbi Amr lahabba, the kule alma lay pligi dixiv veloy yizra. Ki pligi lisha'ovar. The machoikis is lisha'ovar. Everybody agrees that there's a love in the future. Rabbi Yoshia Sovar, miksiv veloy ubad. The Bach adds, asher loya abed xiv. The Pazuk says, asher loya abed. Asher loya abed means. Lishavar that the land was not worked. Rabbi Yonasan miksiv asher loy nevad. Does the Torah say asher loy nevad? Rabbi Yoshia asher lishavar. Rabbi Yoshia learns that the word asher in the pasuk indicates that in the past the land was not worked. Rabbi Yonasan asher ribuyhu. Rabbi Yonasan learns that the pasuk of asher, the word asher, is a riboy coming to be marbe some other halacha, and we don't use that word to tell us that the land was not worked in the past. We'll speak out here a very interesting, a very gishmaka shtikl toyer from the Toys Yomtev. It's a little bit schwer. I found Achroinim asking on the Toys Yomtev a little bit schwer in the shach of the Tai here in the Gemara. We'll speak out the etzim vort here of the Toys Yomtev. Toysiyantif, Stelling, Bi'ikaron, on the Machlekes Rashi and the Rambam, which we mentioned earlier, 
that there's a machloikas there. What is the taich of nachal esam? We said Rashi holds that nachal esam means an amek, which is difficult to plant. We can't plant on it. It's ef should to plant on that land. And the Rambam learns nachal esam means a, 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 a river that's flowing very hard, a very strong, rapid flow of water in the river. The Tzayyantiv wants to explain that the machlekes Rashi and the Rambam is really taller here on this machlekes between Rabbi Yosha and Rabbi Yonisan. Rashi and Chumash is the derech of Rashi to explain the Pesukim al Pashtas. So since here the Brice of Rabbi Yosha told us that the word Asher is Lisha'ovar Mashma, that the Pashtas of the word Asher means in the past, and Rabbi Yonisan didn't argue on that necessarily, he just told us that Asher in this Pesuk is a Rebu, it's a Drosha. Therefore, Rashi in Chumash explains the, the Pasuk Kipshutoy that the Pasuk is talking about in the past. That's why Rashi explains that Nachal Eisan means a land that cannot be worked, that cannot be planted on. Because the Taich of Nachal, the Pasuk is telling us that the land was never worked. So if the land was never worked, so it's Mistabe very much to say that the land can't be worked. Why else should the land not have ever been touched, not have ever been plowed? It must be because it's hard, it's difficult to plant it, it's difficult to plant there. That's why Rashi teaches that it means a, a piece of land that cannot be worked. Rashi in the Rambam in Persia Mishnayis, the Rambam's job there in Persia Mishnayis is to explain the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that it's Osr milizroya umilavod, you cannot work there, there's a lav there, I said to work there. Therefore, the Rambam explained the Mishnah, Alpi Rabbi Yonasan. Rabbi Yonasan said that it's a lav lechatchila. It's a lav to go ahead and plant there. Al korcha according to Rabbi Yonasan, nachal doesn't mean that we cannot plant there. Because if physically speaking we can't go ahead and plant in nachal why does the Torah have to come and give us a lav deiraisa not to plant there? Of course I'm not gonna, I can't plant. I can't plant there. I don't need a lav not to plant there. Al korcha the Rambam came and said he used the other type of the word nachal. Nachal sometimes in Torah means nachal emayim. We find by arava. It says Arve Nachal. It means there Nachal means a flowing a flowing body of water. Therefore, the Rabbim explained over here that the Nachal Eisan means a flowing body of water, and the Lav the Rice and not to plant there. The Toys Yontif says is, is referring to if the Nachal dries up, it dries up, and now it would have been Shaykh to go ahead and plant in the Makam of the Nachal Eisan. Kamash Lam Torah tells me there's a Lav the Rice to go ahead and plant there. That's the vote of the Toysus Yamtuf. The difficulty with the Toysus Yamtuf is obvious that everybody agrees there's a lav de raisa lechatchila. Even Rabbi Yeshia Rav said agrees that there's a lav de raisa lechatchila to go ahead and plant there. So even according to Rabbi Yeshia, it comes out shver. Why should we need a lav de raisa to plant there if, anyways, we can't plant there physically speaking? Okay, but that's the mice of the vote of the Toysus Yamtuf. The Maritz Chius takes this word of Taisus Yantuf and he wants to use it to be Miyashiv, another Shverkite in the Sugya. The Mishnah goes on to say that the din of Eisan, that the Nachal has to be a Nachal Eisan, is not Ma'akev. It's only Lechatchilo. Lemaisa, the Rambam in Yad, Perak Tes, in Hilchas Reitzeach, when he brings down the din of Nachal Eisan, he leaves out completely this halacha that it's not Ma'akev. The Kesef Mishnah blibes Shver on this Rambam. He asks why the Rambam leave it out. It's a very choshev thing to know that this din is not ma'akiv b'diavet. And he blibes Tzorich The Maratzchius brings a toysvis in Menachis Taflamid Ches, which says the only time we say that a certain prat or certain halachas are not ma'akiv is only in Kochim. 
In Kochim, unless the Torah specifically tells us that a certain Tznai in the Avoidah is Ma'akev, so we assume that it's not Ma'akev, it's only Lichatchila. But every other Parsha in the Torah, unless the Torah tells us that it's not Ma'akev, we always assume that it's Ma'akev. Therefore, where's the Makor here? If the Torah tells us that it has to be a Nachal Eisan, Me'echatesi to go ahead and say that it's only Lichatchila and it's not Ma'akev B'Dyevim. So the Maschias comes, I'll pee this word from the Torah's Yantav, he wants to say a shtickle Torah. He says that according to Rashi, that learns that Nachal Eisan means a hard piece of land, how does he read this Mishnah? The Mishnah says, Lamaisa, it's also milizraya or milavoid. There's a lavdir rice in the Torah to go ahead and plant there. And that, that, that's, how, that's how the Mishnah is teaching the Pasuk. And the Mishnah also says that it has to be a Nachal Eisan, it has to be a hard piece of land. So Al-Karchach, we see from the fact that the Torah said that the Nachal Eisan is a hard piece of land that can't be planted, and the Torah also said that you're not allowed to plant there, according to Rashi, it's very good. The Pshat is that it's not Ma'akev. Only Lechatchil of the land has to be hard. But, B'dyevet, it doesn't have to be hard. Horai, where's the Makar? The Makar is from the fact that the Torah came and gave a law not to plant there. From there we see that this din, that it has to be unplantable land, is not Ma'akev B'dyevet. That's according to Rashi. Masha'enkat, according to the Rambam that learns that Nachal Eisan is a flowing body of water. So according to the Rambam, there's no Makar anywhere that Nachal Eisan is not Ma'akev. Why? Because according to the Rambam, it could be that the land, the water dried up, like the Tzayi spoke out. The, la- the water dries up, and after the water dries up, there the Torah is telling me, don't plant over there. So where do I see that? It's not Ma'akev. From the fa- since the Rambam, according to the Rambam, there's no Makor anywhere. It's not Ma'akev. In the middle of the Rambam went, fell back onto the Klal that we spoke out from Tzayi was Daflam and Ches, that... In any other parsha, chutz from kochim, we always say that every prat and every tznai in the avoda is going to be ma'akev unless otherwise specified. That's why the rabbim left out this dinner. It's not ma'akev. It's obviously tzarich yun the rabbis chiyus, but lemaisa the mishnah says that it's not ma'akev. It doesn't deal with that problem according to the rabbim. There's another very very interesting mahalach to explain why did the rabbim leave out this din of the mishnah that the halacha of eisan is not ma'akev. The Mahalach is spoken out by the Karen Oira. It's based on the Rambam in Parish Mishnayis. The Rambam in Parish Mishnayis says, at first glance, a very interesting thing, and we don't really understand Lechadchila, where is the Rambam coming from? Washington Rambam in Parish Mishnayis, he's coming to explain the din of Nachal Eisan. He writes, Indian Eisan Godol, Kemoisha Amar Goy Eisan Hu. The word Eisan means Godol, the Rambam says. Where's the Rambam coming from? There's no Makor anywhere that Eisan means Godel. If anything, for Keret, the Gemara says, the Mishnah says that Eisan means Kasha. Kasha, But then the Rambam says, If the Hamshacha was Chazak, even if the Nachal was not big, it's Kasha. It's Kasha also. The Karen Ur explains where the Rambam is coming from. The Rambam read our Mishnah completely differently than Rashi. It's just a question of where you put the comma and where you start the next, the next phrase. The Lashon of the Mishnah is, Rashi learned, 
that the mashmos of the word Eisan is kosher. And then the Mishnah says, Afopisha Eino Eisan kosher. Even though it's not Eisan, the Hainu, it's not kosher, it's also kosher bidyeva. That's the Firashi. The Rambam read the Mishnah differently. The Mishnah says, what does Eisan mean? Kemashmoi, period. The word Eisan, everybody knows what the word Eisan means. The Rambam tells us what is the mashmos of the word Eisan. Eisan means Godo. It means big, and he brings the Pasuk in Yirmiya, where the Pasuk there uses the word Eisan to describe a big nation. Then the Mishnah continues and says a new halacha. Kasha afopisha enoi Eisan kasha. That a new halacha here that you should know that if it's a small nachal, the high it's a small river, if it's a strong flow of water, that's also good, but the evidence it doesn't have to necessarily be big. It can also be a strong flow. That's also a kiyum of the din of Asan according to the Rambam. The Mela, it's Givaldic. Why did the Rambam not say that the din of Asan is not Ma'akeh? Because it's not true Lafi the Rambam. Lafi the Rambam. Whatever you have to have is taka ma'akev. Just the mission is telling you there's two different ways of being makayim the din of Asan. But avada the din of Asan is ma'akev. That's why the rabbim doesn't tell me that it's not ma'akev. The Karen Oyer also speaks out that it's very miyushal to feed the Rambam at the very bottom of the Memvav Amr Aleph. The Gemara says, Tanura Where do we know that the word Asan means kasha? Shneemar, Asan, Moishavcha, the Gemara brings a posse. So the question is, according to Rashi, the Gemara is very schwer. The Mishnah said, Eisan kimashmo'i means kasha. That's the Pashat word of the word Eisan. Why does the, why does the Gemara have to find a Makor somewhere in Tanakh to show me that the word Eisan means kasha? Well, if we the Rabbim, it's Meyushal, if we the Kerenayra. Because the word Eisan kimashmo'i means big. Then the Mishnah says that it also, if it's kasha, it's also good. So that we want to know, where the Gemara wants to know, where do we find anywhere that the word Asan also refers to kasha and doesn't have to always be considered big. This is the Gvaldik Pshat of the Karen Oira to explain the Rambam. We're now going to jump down Hashem, to about eight lines down from where the, where the lines start to get wider. The Gemara says, Tanya, Hayarbi Meir, Oymer, Kaifin Lelevia. We force people to do Lavia, to escort guests when they leave their house. Shishar Halavia, Ein Lashir. Because the reward for doing levia, for doing, for, for escorting somebody, has no boundaries, has no shear. Shenemar, the Gemara goes on to bring a whole pasuk in Shoftim that talks about a certain case where a Kenani gave a little bit of a levoy to, a, to the Yidin. And it goes on to explain all the tremendous schar that he and his town received because of the mitzvah that he did. The Marsha here asks the Kasha, and the Gemara says in Chul and Davkuf Yud, that kol mitzvah's asay, shemoton schoro betzida, ein bezin koifin aleya, which means any mitzvah that the Torah tells us the schar, the reward for doing the mitzvah, so bezin does not force the person to do that mitzvah. Therefore, he has the kasha, the wider of mayor say, that we force people to do the mitzvah of levia. If the Gemara goes on to explain that the schar, the tremendous schar for the mitzvah of Levia is explicitly discussed in the Torah. The Marsha answers a very simple teretz. That the din of Matan Schar B'tzida means that the schar is, is spoken out explicitly, mefurish, right next to the mitzvah. 
For example, in the mitzvah of Kibbutz Avayim, the Torah says, "Vaharachto Yomim." You have a Rikos Yomim. The Torah tells us that explicitly right next to the mitzvah of Kibbutz Avayim. Mashiachin over here, but we have to come to learn up the psukim in Shoiftim, That's not called that the psukim are maton tzchar betzida. The Karen Oira brings down this kasha of the Marsha, and he suggests a different teretz. He says that the Rambam in Hilchas Avel, Per Gyudalid in Hilchas Avel, actually came to, to bevorn this Shiloh. In Halacha Gimel, the Rambam says, Koifin Leviya, he brings Dargumar, that we force people to do Leviya, Kederech Shekoifin Litztaka. The Rambam adds in three words that the Gemara doesn't say. He says, Just like we force a person to give tzedakah, if he doesn't want to give tzedakah, we force him to give. So too, we force a person to do levia even though he doesn't want to. The Karen Oyvah says, What's the Rambam coming to be miramis to us here by comparing the kfiyah, the forcing, to the forcing of tzedakah? He says the Rambam's coming from this toisvis in Davkuf Yud and the Sugi in Chulin. On the Gemara there, which says that we're not kleifa on a mitzvah's asay shematan tzchar b'tzida, Toysus asked the kasha that stalker is an example of a mitzvah's asay shematan tzchar b'tzida. And afilu hachid, the Gemara says in Ksubis that a certain Amoira, Rova, forced Rav Nasan bar Ami to give stalker. He didn't want to give stalker to a certain Ani, and Rava forced him. How was Rava allowed to force him if stalker is a mitzvah's asay shematan tzchar b'tzida? So Toysus there gives two terutzim. The first tarot says it means that it was a kfiya bepeh. It wasn't a physical kfiya, but it was a kfiya bepeh. He convinced him, he forced him by using his words. The second tarot was that stoka also has a lav. Since stoka has a lav, so therefore there's no, there's no issue to be koifeh, because you could be koifeh on any lav. There's no din that a lav that has a maton tzchar that you can't be koifeh. It's only a din in the midst of Zaseh. So the Karen Oryk wants to taina that the Rambam understood also like Toysvis, that stokka be'etzim is a mitzvah's asay, she'et shematun tzchar betzida, and there should not be a kfiya. But because of one of two, one or two of these reasons, we are koifed by stokka, and those reasons apply also to the din of Levia. So it, so it comes out that according to the Rambam, the Fida Karen Oyre, that the din kfiya here, the the first teretz in Toysvis, means that we only force with words, we don't force by we don't force physically, just like by stalker, it's only a verbal a verbal kfiyah. So too in the mitzvah of Levi, it's also a verbal kfiyah. Or you could add the Karenor does not speak this out, but maybe he's going in the second terrace of Toysvis, that there's a lav by stalker. And maybe the Karen Oyra means who had in by Levia, since we see in our sugya that somebody who's not Mekayim the mitzvah of Levia properly, the Torah considers him like as if he was Shaifik Domin, like we're gonna see later on in the Gemara. So it's also concluded, it also has a din of a lav, somebody who's not malave properly, it's as if he was shaytich domim, and therefore we're kaif on him to not do this lav of, of, uh, of shvichas domim. It could be the Karen Ora also meant to say that in his explanation. We'll now continue by Hashem in the Gemara. The Gemara said, Amar Abmeir, Kaifin levia, shaschar levia, ein lashir, shnem aviyiru hashoimim ish yoytzeh min ha'ir, the Shomim saw an Ish who was leaving the city. This Ish is the, it was, was a Knani. We're talking about the, when Klai Yisrael was about to capture Base El, and they were standing outside the city, and they didn't know the best way to approach the city. So they said to the Knani, Please tell us the best way to enter the city. 
Vasidu imcha chesed. We'll make for you a chesed. Uchsi vayarem es mavoy ha'ir. And the Pasuk says that the Kanani showed them the way to get into the ear. And then the Gemara goes on to explain what was the chesed that happened to this Kanani. The Marsha pulls out from this Gemara a gewaldiki yisoid in the mitzvah of, of being melave. He says we see from this Gemara that the Iker mitzvah of Leviah is to make sure that the guest knows the directions and how to get to his proper destination. Because over here, all they did was they asked this Knani how to get into the city. And he led them in the right way. And from that we see that he was Zeichei, he was Makabu, all this tremendous schar. So we learn from here that the main point, the main Indian of the mitzvah of Leviah is to make sure the person doesn't get lost on his way to where he's trying to go. The Marsha repeats again this Yisoyed later on in the Sugya. When the Gemara brings this Kalvachoymer, at the end, after the Gemara finishes speaking out the schar that the Knaini got, so the Gemara says, He did not speak with his mouth, and he did not walk with his legs. He caused himself to be saved. And his offspring, until the end of Gen, of all the generations, all got saved because of his mitzvah. If somebody does levia with his feet, with his legs, so the kalvachoymer of all the schar that he's going to get. The marsha was medayik over here. Why is it that in the beginning of the kalvachoymer it says, He did not say anything and he did not go anywhere with his legs. And then the Gemara says, Kalvachoymer, somebody who goes with his legs, Allah has Kama didn't it left out that he was Dibe Befiv. So the Marsha explains what's the Indian of Dibe Befiv, Holoch what's it referring to? So he says again, Lashitosa, Dibe Befiv means that he that he did not even tell, he didn't explain with his mouth the directions of where to go. The Gemara says earlier on, we skipped a few lines, the Gemara says that it was a machlekas if he pointed with his finger, or did he just make a sign with his, with his mouth or with his eyebrow to show which way to go. But he didn't say which way to go. And not only did he not say which way to go, he also didn't walk with the person to make sure that he didn't make a mistake, because that's, that would be even a bigger hider in the midst of Leviah. So again, the Gemara says, to somebody who's he goes with the person, Allah has come v'kama. There the Gemara skips out the stage of Dibe Befiv because Hoylech Biraglov is better than Dibe Befiv. If he was Hoylech Biraglov, so Nechal on that is Dibe Befiv because the whole Indian of Dibe Befiv is telling the person where to go so he doesn't get lost. If he's Hoylech Biraglov, it's even better than that. He's going with him and showing him how to get there to make sure that he doesn't get lost on his way. So that's the big side of this Marsha. Lamaisa, the Gemara goes on now to explain all different halachas that we find in the midst of Levia. We're skipping a few lines. The Gemara says, Tanur Abanan, Harav Talmid, At Ibura Shalir. If the Rav, the Rebbe, is being Molava the Talmud, he has to take him until the Ibura Shalir. Chaver Lechaver, if a friend is being Molava his friend, he has to go Ad Tchum Shabbos until the Tchum Shabbos, which is 2,000 Amos outside of the town. Talmud Lerav, if the Talmud is bringing the Rav, ain't loy shir. There's no shear to how much Lavia he has to do. The Gemara says, Vikama, 
Amr of Sheish is ad parsa. Really, ain't loy shir, really only means until a parsa. The loy Amran Elo Rabbi Sheena Muvak, that's only if it's not his Rabbi Muvak. Of a Rabbi Muvak, Shloisha Parsois, he has to walk him until three Parsois. That Sefer Avas Chesed from the Chafetz Chaim in the in Chelek Gimel Perak Sheni, where he deals with the halachas of Levia, he's Matmiya on the Minaka Oilam that he found was being makel in the mitzvah of, of being Malava, the mitzvah of Levia. The Oilam is being makel in this. I think we find even today, also today, we find that, uh, that this mitzvah is not practiced as much as the other mitzvahs of Gimelus Chasodim, like uh, Nichum Avelim and uh, Bikor Choylim. So, he brings a makor to be matzik the minog to be makel in this mitzvah from the Sma and Chosh and Mishpat Simen Tov Chav Zayin Sifkot and Yud Aleph. He quotes from the Darchei Moshe the Ramah that says that the reason why Haidna ain noigin afilu Talmud l'rav even a Talmud is not noeg the mitzvah of levia to his rav until a parsa mishum demoichlim al kvoidam. Because today there's a chazaka, there's an umdino that most people are moichel on their kavod and they don't need to be, they don't need to be mislave when they're going. And therefore, it's a type of mitzvah which he can be moichel on, it's bit of And therefore, there's no kpeida. The sma concludes that afilu hachi one should be makbid to be his rav and also even his chaver, at least until the shar of the town or the kolapachos, he should make sure to be belave dalaramos. The Chavetz Chaim asked the Kasha from the Gemara later on, on our Amud. The Gemara says about nine lines from the bottom, Om Rabbi Yechel Mishum Rabbi Meir, Kol She'enoi Melave Umislave Ki'ilu Shoifich Domim. Somebody, the way the Chavetz Chaim understands this, this Gemara, somebody who's not Melave somebody else, even though the person is not Makbid, is not Makbid on the Livoy, is not Makbid to be Nislave, Still, there's going, he's considered to be a shayfich domin. And therefore, the Chavetz Chaim asks Akasha that you see from here that there's no mechila on this mitzvah. So the Chavetz Chaim is machalik between the Iker shear of Dal Amos and the shear of Parsa or the shear of Arashar or the shear of Yibur Shalir, all these different shiurim. That's what the Sma was talking about. But the shear of Dal Amos is not nitain bechlal to mechila. And he brings a riot from the Gemara, also says that, that Ravina was Melave Rava Bar Yitzchak, only Dalat Amos, and he wasn't Melave him the rest of the way. The explanation of this Chavetz Chaim is that the two dinim of Dalat Amos and the dinim of the Shiurim are two separate dinim. The din of Dalat Amos is to protect the person from Nezek. Like the Gemara says, that anybody who's Melave, the Gemara says about... Uh, about 12 lines from the bottom. Amrav Yehuda Amarav So we see from here that the Indian of Levi of Dalar Amos is to protect him from Nezek. That obviously is not Nitin the Mechila. Because since you're protecting him from being killed, he can't be Mechil on, on Shvich's Dom. So one is Mechiv to do that even if he's Mechil. Masha'enkein, the other Dinim of Levi, which is a Rav to a Talmud, has to be Malave, has to be Malave until Tchum Shabbos and uh, <clears throat> all the different Shiurim. Those Shiurim are totally in, in, in covered. That's a certain amount of covered that a person's chayv to give his Rebbe, a certain amount of covered that a chaver has to give his friend. That Shir obviously is Nitin Lemechila, and that's why the Sma speaks out that we're not knowing that today because the Derech Klaal people are Meichel on that uh, level of covered. The Chafetz Chaim adds another explanation as to why the Minagar Ilam is the Mekel on this mitzvah. 
He says, based on the Marsha that we spoke at earlier on, the Marsha said the Ikra Mitzvah of Leviyah is to make sure that the person knows where he's going and he doesn't get lost on his way. So the Chavetz Chaim says a tremendous Chiddush. He says that was only in the old days where the streets were not, they were not, they were not specified clearly which street was where and how there weren't street signs telling people how to get in certain places. It was very easy. If a person didn't know specifically how to get to a specific place, it was very easy for him to get lost, to walk to a dangerous place. Today, when all the streets have signs on them telling us what the name of the street is and, and directional signs telling us how to get to certain places, so there's no mitzvah anymore of, of, of Levia because a person can figure out on his own how to get to a certain place. Yeah, Kosher came today with uh, the GPS systems. The Chavetz Chaim uh, would probably say the same thing. Lefi this teret of the Chavetz Chaim, it's L'chayr comes out that even the Dalad Amos that the Gemara says there's no Mechila on, even that Dalad Amos L'chayr doesn't have to be done anymore. Because since, because since the whole Siva for the Dalad Amos is to make sure the person doesn't become Nizuk, the Chavetz Chaim is saying that really today there's no problem of Nezik anymore. The Chavetz Chaim nevertheless is Messiah with a uh, terrifying story of somebody who in the town was known as a great Machnis Oirech. He was a rich man who had lots and lots of guests, poor people, and he fed them and he gave them to drink and everybody loved this man. And eventually all of his Nechassim burned down in a terrible fire. And all the members of the town were matmi. They didn't understand how could it be that this person who used his Nechassim to do so many mitzvahs of Achnas' Orchem lost all of his Nechassim in a fire. So the Chavetz Chaim says that the Rav Rav of the town said that Avram Avinu, we know, he had an Eishel, the Torah tells us. An Eishel is Roshay Tevis, is Roshay Tevis, Achila, Shtia, and Levia. This, uh, this Machnis Oirech, even though he was giving so much food and so much drink to these Orchim, but he was not being Mekayim Levia. He was letting them go on their own and he wasn't being Malavadim. So if you take out the Lamed of Eishel, take out the Levia of Eishel, you're left only with an Aleph Shin, which is Aish. And that's why he lost his house in a fire. So the Chavetz Chaim says, Avada, it's Kedai, all these Heterim are only coming to be Matzik. Matzik, the Minak to be Meiko. But Avada, we should, Avada, one should be Machmir if he can. In the Sefer Amik Brocha, in, in the section on Gemulus Chasadim Begufay, Oiz Dalad, he, he writes there also, he's also about to me on the Minaga Oilam to be Mako. And he writes that the Chazayin Ish told him that the reason why they're Mako is because the mitzvah of Levia is Dafka when somebody's walking by themselves. In the old days, it was much more common for people to walk by themselves. But today, when we have different types of transportation, like trains or buses, people usually travel together with somebody else. And therefore the, the, the host or the person that sees him is potter from Levia because the person that's with the other person, it's already as if they're being Nislave and therefore there's no mitzvah of Levia b'kihai gavna. We'll jump back now to a few gemars that we, that we skipped in order to, we wanted to get the flow of all the halachas together in the din of, of, of Levia. So we'll go back now. The gemar says, Omer Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Hamahalech b'derech ve'ein le Levia yasoik b'teira. Somebody who's walking on the derech and he does not have somebody who's escorting him. So what should he do? He should be oisik in Torah. 
The Pasuk in Mishlei is talking about Torah, and it refers to Torah as a Leviyas Chaim. It's an escort for you. It walks with you. The Marsha explains what's the Indian of this Pasuk, Leviyas Chaim, have to do, have to do with have to do with escorting, have to do, have to do with, what does Chayin have to do with escorting? So he explains that when we say, he explains al the Nusach HaBrocha, that when somebody goes on a trip, he says the Tfilas HaDerech, and in the Tfilas HaDerech he says, V'sidneinu lechein ulechesed ulerachamin. He asks the Kodesh Baruch Hu that he should give him Chayin in other people's eyes. Be'einenu, be'enekloro'einu. So he explains that when a person is going on a trip, he's, he's by himself, so he needs a certain amount of chen in order to save him from different from different problems that could happen on his trip, from listim or chayas rois. And he, if he has this certain amount of chen on him, attached to him, so that chen will save him from these problems. That's why the Gemara brings this puzzle, that the Torah also has the ability to give a person this amount of chen that will save him from the problems of traveling by himself. The Maral in Chidushi Agados, he has a different explanation over here to explain why Torah has the ability to protect the person on his way. So he says the reason why a person needs a certain level of Levia is because somebody who's by himself, there's a certain Hisnagdus, there's a certain natural Hisnagdus that people have to Yechidim, people who are by themselves. Therefore, when somebody is the mischaber to him while he's walking, that automatically makes him part of a chabura, and that takes away this isnagdus and protects him from certain calamities that could happen to him on his way. Torah, the Maral explains, is a heichetimtza to be mischaber the mensch, mischaber the yid together with the elyonim, with the kosh baruch So if he can't, the best way to do, the best way to protect himself is to be mischaber like a day, people be mislava him. But if he can't do that, if he's stuck by himself, so a day be mischaber himself with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, he's also not looked at anymore as a Yechidi, and therefore that takes away this Hisnagdus, and that will be a Hechetim to protect him while he's walking on his derech. The Gemara continues, V'amra Yeshua ben Levi, V'shvil arba pesiyoy shilava pare Avram for the four steps that Paroi escorted Avram, Shneemar Vayitzav Allah Paroi Anashim, Paroi sent with Avram people to escort him, Nishtabed Bibonov Arba Meyoshana. Because of those four steps that Paroi walked with Avram, so Avram's children were Nishtabed to Paroi for 400 years. Shneemar Vayavdum Vayinu Oisam Arba Meyoshana. The Marsha explains here. That Avada was not bischus; it didn't happen because of the four steps that Pare was Malava Avram. That's not why Klal had to spend four hundred years in Golos in Mitzrayim. But rather, the Brisbane of Bissarim was already told to Avram because he said Bama Eida. Because of that question, that's why Klal had to go to Mitzrayim, had to go to Golos for for hundreds of years. But at that point, it was not yet decided who was going to be the nation to be Mishabed the Klal Yisrael. When Paroi went and he was Melave Avram for Psyas, he was Zoycha that his nation got to be the nation to be Mishabed Klal Yisrael for 400 years. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. 
If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.